saved. God is allowing you to bring victory to this city. Hallelujah. And I am so grateful that I just, I get to be a small part and I just get to step in, sneak in, and I get to just observe a snippet, a snippet of what God is doing because there's no way you can truly encapsulate all that God is doing just in one service, just in one moment. This didn't even just begin five years ago. This began in the heart and the mind of God. This is a God dream. This is a God thing. You and I are a part of something bigger than us. That's why it cannot fail. I said that's why it cannot fail. It did not start with you. It cannot end with you. It began with God and he will complete. He will finish. He will accomplish the work. Hallelujah. One more time, would you just clap your hands and thank the Lord? Oh, I'm grateful today. I'm thankful today. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. And I consider an honor yet again to stand behind this pulpit. And I never want to take it for granted to, to be in God's presence. I never want to just go through the routine. I never want to just go through the motions. Uh, every, each and every time, I want to just, I want to just be in uh, I want to just be in God's presence. Amen? Would you turn with me to the book of Luke chapter 15? Would you turn with me to the book of Luke chapter 15? And, uh, I, you know, one of these days when we do get to heaven, I'm going to ask the Lord if he will let me be a singer. Because I like to sing, but I also like to preach. And I enjoy preaching to people. And when I sing, there is no more people. But when I get to heaven, oh, I'm going to rock. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rock that solo. Can you give it up for the musicians and the singers for leading us into the presence of the Lord? You know, there's a lot of people that say we, we need music, and there's people that say we need the word. I think we need both because it is the word of God that saves us, but it is the music and the worship that prepares our heart to receive that salvation. So I'm thankful for anointed singers and anointed musicians and anointed ministers and anointed sound men and anointed media people and anointed ushers and anointed Sunday. I just thank God for everybody that's anointed in the house. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, why don't we just go ahead and go to the word of the Lord. Luke 15, Luke 15 and verse 11, Luke 15 and verse 11. And he, speaking of Jesus, told a story of a certain man who had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, and not many days after, and not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, when he had spent everything, there arose a mighty famine in the land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into the fields to feed swine or to feed the pigs. And he would have filled his belly with the husk, with the food that the pigs did eat, because no man gave food to him. And so he came to himself and he said, how many hired servants do my father have? They have bread, they have food to spare, and here I am perishing with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no more worthy to be called a son. Just make me a servant. Hear me now. And he arose and he came to his father, but when he was yet a great way off, oh my, his father saw him, had compassion on him, he ran and he fell at his, on his neck, he hugged him and he kissed him, hear me now, and the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight I don't need to be a son, I just want to be a servant. But notice the response of the father. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe. Bring forth the best robe. 
By the help of God's Spirit, I want to preach to you on this Sunday morning when the coat doesn't fit. When the coat doesn't fit. How many of you believe the Lord's come to speak to you today? Oh, I don't want just another cute sermon. I want a word from God. Would you lift your hands one more time? God, I thank you for your presence that's in this house. I thank you for your angels that are in this room. I thank you for your glory that have filled this sanctuary, God. I thank you for your sons and your daughters. I thank you for your people that are in this house, God. I thank you for what you are going to do in the name of Jesus Christ. We believe it. We declare it, God. In the name of Jesus, would you clap your hands? Come on, would you clap your hands unto the Lord one more time in this house? God bless you and you may be seated. The Bible would tell us that Jesus was in the middle of telling a story. He would then tell another story and yet then another story. The th- story that we just read in our text is the third story that Jesus would tell to the crowd. He, he would begin by telling a story of a lost sheep that had left its home and had, had become lost and and caught in the wild it, it was a it was a it was it was one sheep it, it, it was not sheep plural it was merely one sheep that had left and been lost outside of its home the second story would be that of a lost coin that was lost in the home as the homeowner diligently swept the entire house and looked for that lost Coin. It was not coins, plural. It was simply one singular lost coin. Until we arrive at the third story and Jesus begins to tell about one son. Not sons, plural, but one singular son. The sheep has left the home and become lost. The coin has become lost in the home. But the Bible says that, 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 that this son is in the house, but he is on his way out. One sheep, one coin, one son. Do you believe, Brother Landon, that God can come to service for just one person? Oh, yes, I do. I believe God uh, can step down uh, into Danellina uh, on a Sunday morning uh, for just one man, uh, one lady, uh, one boy, uh, or one girl. That is the importance that you have on this Sunday morning. You may be seated. The Bible tells us that, that the father comes to his sons and he tells them, I, 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 I've got this future for you. I, I, I've got blessing for you. He, ha, he, has, he has prepared their destiny. They are, they are living the dream. And yet one of his sons comes to him and he says, Father, I, I want my inheritance now. This was more than just a son coming to dad and saying, hey, I need an extra hundred bucks for the weekend. No, he, he was saying, I want my inheritance. I, I want what you want to give me when you die. He was saying to his father, I do not need you in my life anymore. I want your blessings, but I don't want your covering. I, I, I want your blessing, but I don't want your boundaries. I, I want your blessing, but I don't need your presence. I want my inheritance. The inheritance was something that would be given on a father's deathbed to his sons. And yet, here it was. The son was asking for it now because what he was saying to his father is, I do not need you anymore in my world. I I do not need you anymore in my life. Hear me today, there are many people in society and there are many people in North American culture. They want the presence of God. They want the blessing. They want the healing. They want the miracles. But could God be speaking to somebody on a Sunday morning that says, oh, I love his presence and I love his miracles, but I want his word and I want his house and I want his boundaries. I don't want... I don't just want what he can give me. I I want him. 
Hear me today as we continue our story. The Bible says that not many days after, not many days after. You see, you see, he's in this contradiction. He is in the house, but he is on his way out. You see, it's not a matter of where you are on this Sunday morning. It's a matter of where you are going. The, 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 the sheep had left the house and it was lost. The coin was lost in the house. But yet this son was, was betwixt. He was, he was in between. He, he was in one place, but he was headed somewhere else. Can I just preach to some human beings this morning? If you came and you brought your superpowers and your cape and your halo, I need you to take it off. I came to preach to real, living, breathing humans. That we can come in on a Sunday morning and we can begin to go through the motions and we can begin to go through the routines and our, our feet are in the right place, but our eyes are looking somewhere else. Our feet and our shout and our dance can be in the right place, but our heart is longing for somewhere else. It had to be really awkward. He was eating fruity puffs in the morning with dad, but his, his mind was somewhere else. His heart was somewhere else. He, he, he was in the house. He, he had the suit and tie. He had the dress. He, 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 he showed up and he, he, he sat on the front row and, and he, he looked the part. He was in the house, but he was homeless in the house. Because you can be in this house, but it not be your house. Oh, I feel God challenging us, saying, no, this is my revival. This is my church. This is my calling. This is, I'm not just here as a stranger. This is a part of my destiny. This is a part of my future. I belong here. This is what I was born to do. This is where I was born to be. The Bible says that it comes a moment when he leaves. It comes a moment when he leaves. And what does he do? He, he begins to spend all that his father had given him. But there comes a beginning. He begins to want. He begins to have need. He begins to have lack. And the Bible says that he joins himself to a citizen of a far country. Because I said it in Bellevue and I'm going to say it here. Every person is connected to a place. Every single person you are with, every single person that speaks into your world, every single world, every single person that influences you is connected to a place. So you cannot just ask, who are my friends? You need to start asking, where are my friends taking me? Where are the voices in my life? taking me where are the influences in my oh if you want to get carnal you gotta find a carnal person if you want to get dry find a person that's already dry if you want to leave God find someone else who's leaving God but if you want to get spiritual find a spiritual person if you want to get encouraged find an encouraging person Oh, that's why I thank God for a pastor. Because you know what I say in 2020? Pastor, you got to get me to a spiritual place. Oh, is there anybody hungry on a Sunday morning to go to a place that is heavenly? A place of promise. All of a sudden, hear me. He's finding himself eating food that belongs to the pigs. He, he, he sat at the table and he's been able to eat what is served first, but now he is eating leftovers. He is eating leftovers. And he looks around and all of a sudden, he begins to come to himself. And he begins to... the people who pray and I remember the joy on their faces and I, I remember the peace that they had in their heart and no life wasn't perfect but they got to sit at the table and life wasn't easy but they got to be with the father and oh 
he begins to think back. He, he's ran out of the blessings. But now his mind goes back to the blesser. Because the blessing is temporary. The blesser is eternal. Oh, I can lose my job. I don't have to lose him. I can lose my sanity. I don't have to lose him. I can lose my health. I don't have to lose him. I can lose my friends and my popularity. But I do not have to lose him. I want you to hear me right now. Hear me, hear me, hear me. He left. He left. Saying, Father, give me. But now, as he thinks back, he says, oh, if I could just get back to the Father. I don't even have to be a son if he would just make me a servant. You see what has happened? His vocabulary has went from give me to make me. If there has ever been a time for you to tell God, I don't care what you add to me. If I don't become any different, the blessings are a waste. I want you to make me into a blessing. I want you to make me into a miracle. I want you to make me more like you. I don't want you just to add stuff around me. I want something to become within me. Hear me. I, I want to preach. Sit down for just a moment. I want to preach to somebody because if not careful, some of you are about to dismiss. You're about to dismiss what I'm, I'm saying because some of you are looking around and you're thinking there's a prodigal over there. There's a prodigal over there. and a pro, being, a, being a prodigal is not about proximity. It's about direction. You see, this is the deal. Hear me, hear me, hear me. The prodigal son was just as much a prodigal in the father's house as he was in the pig's house. It does not matter how close you are to God if you are headed away from God. And there's some people here this morning that you have found yourself in a far country and you have found yourself lonely and you have found yourself wanting and you have found yourself joined to influences and voices that God did not desire for your life. And, and as you look around, you realize how far you are away from God's house, from His presence, from His Word. But then there's some of us that have found ourselves in church on a Sunday morning. And we can hear the music and we can hear the word and we are around the Father's presence. But it does not matter how close I am to Him if I am headed away from Him. Can, can, can I illustrate to you? Help me, Brother Angel. Can I illustrate to you? How is it? How is it? That somebody can walk in and be on the front row. They, they were in the bar last week. They were strung out on drugs. They had lost everything. But they came in and they lifted up their hands. And God filled them with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And now they're in the same place as somebody who's on the platform. Someone who has position. But in a few months, in a few years, the person on the front row that was an alcoholic is now the preacher. And the person on the platform, platform is now in the bar. We were in the same place, but we were headed two different directions. I don't know. I don't want to know where you are today. I want to know where you're going. I want my feet not just in this house. I want my feet set. Oh, I feel the spirit of David. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. <laughs> 
Where you see me right now is where you're going to see me in five weeks. Where you see me right now is where you're going to see me in five years. If I lose my job, I'm going to be here. If I get married, I'm going to be here. If I'm old and gray, I'm going to be here. Come on, we're going somewhere today. I said, we're going somewhere today. He said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Your direction is going to become your dwelling. He said, I'm not just in the house. I'm on the way to the house. And when I get to the house, I'm staying in the house. not the will of God for you to be a Pentecostal potted plant. But I want to be like that verse that says, like a tree planted, like a tree planted. I want roots in this house. I want fruit in this house. I don't want to be fake. I don't want to be plastic. I don't want to be glossy. I don't want to look the part. I want to be the part. This is my house. This is my father. This is my church. This is my God. This is my revival. Oh, clap your hands for just a moment right now. Clap your hands for just a moment right now. Hear me. Hear me. I want you to hear me. So it does not matter if you're only two feet from God or 500 feet from God. I'm preaching to you. Because whether you're in the house and headed away from him, or whether you're in the pig pen and you've ran from him. It really does not matter until you set your direction back towards him. But this is the good news. Just because you're in the house right now doesn't mean you're always going to be. Because it's not enough to be here. You, you, you've got to stay here. You've got to be planted here. This has got to be your direction. This has got to be your dwelling place. But the other side of that is if you are in the pig pen, you don't have to stay there. You may be in the pig pen right now, but if you could just turn your feet back to the Father's house, if you could just point your tippy toes back to the... I don't care how long you've been weary. I don't care how long you've been dry. I don't care how long the adversary has messed with your head. If you can get pointed in the right direction, deliverance is coming to you. Restoration's coming to you. I want you to watch what happens. I'm almost done. Hear me. All of a sudden, he begins to make his way back. He begins to make his way back. He's walking a little softer. His heart's a little bit more humble. His mind has a little bit better perspective of how truly good it was in the Father's house. And he begins to make his way back. And I want you to notice what happens. The Bible says that the Father sees him a far off. He's a great distance away but the father is waiting and the father's got some stuff for him wait 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 I thought he's wasted everything you can waste and come to the end of what you've been given you cannot come to the end of who he is Oh, I don't want to call you out, but some of you have been running. Some of you have been wasting some potential. You've been wasting some destiny. You've been wasting some calling. But there's a heavenly father on a Sunday morning that says, I've got more than you've wasted. I've got more than you lost. I've got more than you. 
Lord, somebody needs to lift up their hands right now. Come on, you need to receive grace this morning. You need to receive the love of God this morning. You need to be reminded there is a heavenly Father that is beckoning you back. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Lift up your hands for just a moment. Come on, something's about to happen. Come on, something's about to happen. Come on, something's about to happen. Something's about to happen. Come on, it's time for you to get back. It's time for you to get in the right direction. It's time for you to live the destiny and the calling that's on your world and life. Come on, lift your hands right now. Lift your hands. Come on, I don't care if this is your first service. I don't care if you've been here five years. It's time to come back. It's time to come back. It's time to come back. Come on, this altar is open for those that are comfortable. If you feel it in your spirit, I want you to step out from where you are. I want you to step into the aisle. Step into the altar. Lift up your hands for just a moment and tell God, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Come on, God will come for just one. God will come for just one man, one lady, one boy, one girl. Come on. Come on. Don't worry about anybody else. God, come on. You may be a part of everybody, but you're still somebody. You're a part of everyone, but you're still someone. Come on, that's his love that you're feeling. That's his presence that you're feeling. That's his mercy that you're feeling. That's his grace that you're feeling. Come on, Danellen. Come on, Danellen. Don't worry about anybody else. Come on, the Father's waiting on you. Don't worry about anybody else. The Father's watching you. Don't worry about anybody else. The Father is here. You're in his presence. You're in his house. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is what worry was afraid of. This is what fear was afraid of. This is what the devil was afraid of. This is what temptation was afraid of. That you would get back to the Father. That you would get back to his house. That you would get back to his presence. Come on, reach out to him. He'll reach out to you. Draw nigh to him. He'll draw nigh to you. Come on, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have it all together. You just got to make a step in the right direction. You just got to take a step in the right direction. Come on, that's it, Mama. Make your way back. Come on, that's it, Daddy. Make your way back. That's it, sir. That's it, ma'am. Make your way back. Make your way back. Make your way back. Come on, it's been too long since you felt God's love. It's been too long since you felt God's presence. It's been too long since you felt God's joy. You're not just visiting here. You're here to stay. You're here to dwell. It's time for roots. It's time for fruit. This is your house. This is your house. This is your house. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Pray until you break through. Pray until you feel the Holy Ghost. Pray until you speak in tongues. Pray until you feel the warmth of the Father's love. Come on. Come on. God says you're my baby. God says you're my son. God says you're my daughter. God says you belong to me.
Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, don't stop yet. Don't stop yet. Come on, there's restoration in this house. There's forgiveness in this house. There's reconciliation in this house. Come on, I beg you all across this room. I beg you all across this sanctuary. Lift up your hands right now. Lift up your voice right now. He'll move to where you are. He'll come to where you are. You're not unworthy. You've not failed too much. You've not wasted too much. He's got more for you. He's got more for you. He's got more for you. Come on, this is your moment. Don't look around. Don't get distracted. This is your moment right here, right now. Come on, this is your moment. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Come on, you don't know what Monday's going to bring. You don't know what next week is going to bring. This is your opportunity. This is your moment. This is your chance. You're not here by accident. You're here by divine design. You're not here by luck. You're not here by chance. God brought you here. Come on, push through. Come on, push through. Push past the guilt. Push past the condemnation. Push past the weight. Push past the bondage. Push past the darkness. There's a father waiting. There's a father waiting. There's a father waiting. Come on, that's it, Souls Harbor. Come on, that's it, Danellen. Come on, this is a place of safety. This is a place of refuge. This is a place of forgiveness. This is a place of second chances. Come on, someone's coming back today. Someone's being restored today. Someone's being forgiven today. Someone's stepping in the right direction. Come on, he's still here. He's still here. He's reaching for somebody. He's reaching for somebody. He's reaching for somebody. You're not forgotten. You're not abandoned. You're not alone. You're not a failure. You're his baby. You're his son. You're his daughter. You're his child. You belong to him. Come on, Danellen, for just a few more moments right now. For just a few more moments right now. Something's breaking. Something's shifting. Something's happening right now. Come on, there's miracles happening in the atmosphere. Come on for just a few more moments. Come on for just a few more moments. Come on, you have no idea the decisions that are being made. You have no idea the direction that's being set. You have no idea the destiny that is being altered right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes.
Come on, some of you have taken a step. Some of you have taken two or three steps. I dare you to take another step. I dare you to pray a little longer. I dare you to reach a little higher. I dare you to press a little further. Come on, take another step. Take another step. Take another step. You're coming back to anointing. You're coming back to anointing. You're coming back to anointing. Come on, we're about to move forward, but for just a few more moments, would you just lift your hands? Come on, for just a few more moments, there's something beautiful happening right now. Come on, this is, this is, this is what love feels like. This is what mercy feels like. This is what grace feels like. Come on, that's it. Let's linger for just a moment. Let's linger for just a moment. Let's linger for just a moment. Oh, come on. Something beautiful is happening. Don't diminish it. Don't second guess it. Don't push it aside. Don't overanalyze it. You need to let this work happen. You need to let God love you. You need to let God forgive you. You need to let God restore you. I want you to hear me right now in the Holy Ghost. I want you to hear me in the Holy Ghost. We're not stopping our prayer. We're just pausing it for just a moment. I'm going to share with you what I feel, and then I'm going to let you pray, and I'm going to hand it over to Pastor. But this is what I feel like is happening in the Spirit. There's some people that have just made some steps back. There's some people that are, you're, 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 you're making your way back to the Father's house, the Father's calling, the Father's presence. The adversary has lied to you, told you were too far away. You may have been a great way off, but you were not too far away off. <laughs> and I want you to hear me in the spirit right now. I want you to, uh, can, can you help me, buddy? Can you help me real quick? I, w I want you to, I, I want to I show you what's happening in the spirit. Lena, can you help me real quick? I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to embarrass you. This is what's happening in the spirit. There are people in a matter of moments and seconds that have decided to get back to the Father's presence. 
I told you a moment ago, I'm going to say it again. It does not matter if you were five feet away from him. If you were 500 miles away from him. If you're headed away from him, you're headed away from him. There's a lot of us that are proud of how close we are to God. But we're, if, if you are headed towards a cliff, it doesn't matter if you're going 5 miles an hour or 50 miles an hour. Somebody else may reach it before you do. But you're still going to reach the cliff because you're in the wrong direction. We can't look at how close we are to the program and the church and the lights and the sermon and the song. What direction are you heading? But God began to do a work Friday night because there's anointing here. There's calling here. There's destiny here. And you know what happened when that prodigal got back to the father? He called for the best robe. He called for the ring. And he called for shoes. You know what God's wanting to remind you? There's something to be. There's something to do, and there's somewhere to go. God has stuff planned for you. I said, God has stuff. You're not just going to come back and see it. God's got places for you to go. He's got an identity for you to become, and he's got kingdom stuff for you to do. But I want you to hear me in the spirit, because this is what's about to happen. Father called for the best robe. Who had the best robe? He did. And this is what's about to happen in the spirit. This is what is happening in the spirit. God is placing stuff on you. But this is the problem. This is, well, tell me your name. Andre? There's an anointing on Andre. And there's an anointing on Lena. And there's an anointing on this church. But I want you to hear me right now. Before you leave this house, some of you are going to be frustrated because you're going to feel what God has done today. And you're going to acknowledge what has happened. But you're going to say, it doesn't fit. This anointing's too big for me. This calling's too big for me. I'm too insecure. I'm too insignificant. I'm not adequate. This, this... I'm going to rebuke the lie before the lie ever comes because if it hasn't already entered your mind right now, it's about to enter your mind when you leave here. You weren't meant to be in that building. You weren't meant to feel that move of God. Do you remember what you've done? Do you know how long you haven't prayed? Do you know what you've said? Do you know the mistakes? Do you know the failures? But I want you to hear me. This is a picture of grace. This is a picture of grace. Because all of a sudden when the son was in the city, somebody saw him and said, hey, that's the father. No, 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 that's the son. No, 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 that's the father. No, no, I think that's the son. No, no. I... Because when he forgives you, you talk like him, you walk like him, you look like him, you reflect. I don't look like my sin, I look like him. I don't look like my past, I look like him. I don't look like my abuse, I look like him. I don't look like my addiction, I look like him. I but here's the caveat, you ready? God has placed some stuff on you today. God has placed some stuff on you Friday. And it is too big for you. But the right now you is not the forever you. The right now you is not the tomorrow you. God's going to demand you to grow. God's going to demand you to stretch. He gave you something that's bigger than you because you're supposed to grow in prayer. You're supposed to grow in holiness. You're supposed to grow in modesty. You're supposed to grow in submission. You're supposed to grow in giving. It's too big for you if you stay where you are. It's too big for you if you stay. But you gotta grow. You gotta stretch. Oh, somebody lift your hands right now and say, God, I wanna grow. 
Come on, lift your hands right now, child of God. Come on, you can't stay here. You can't stay here. You gotta stretch. You gotta stretch. God's demanding more from you. Come on, Danellen. Come on, Danellen. God's demanding more. God's demanding more. Come on, you gotta grow. 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 Oh, I wish you'd find someone to pray for right now. Come on, pray for somebody right now. Make a covenant. Make a decision. We're going to grow. Come on, grow in Jesus' name. I command you, grow in Jesus' name. I speak to you, grow in Jesus' name. I can't stay here any longer. I can't stay like this any longer. Come on, the Lord's trying to stretch you. You're uncomfortable. Be stretched. God's trying to get you somewhere. God's trying to do something in you. Go ahead, be stretched. That's it, pray with that family member. I'm with you, we're gonna grow together. We're gonna grow together. Come on mom, come on dad. Let those kids know we're gonna grow together. We're growing in God. We're not staying like this forever. We're growing. We're moving forward. We're growing. Stretch me, Lord. Stretching hurts. There's pain with growth. It's going to be uncomfortable. You'll feel awkward. Oh, that's it. The Holy Ghost is on you right now. Go ahead, Cody. Go ahead, Ashley. The Holy Ghost is on you. Oh, stretching hurts. Growth can be painful. Come on, you've been uncomfortable. It's because God's trying to get you to something new. He's making something new out of you. That's it. Stretch me, Lord. Let your spouse know we're going to grow together. We're going to be changed. Yes. Come on, let God stretch you, Christina. Let him stretch you. Let him change you. Oh. Yeah, go Come on, Christian. There's an anointing on you, yes. Oh, I love what I'm seeing. Multiple generations praying together right now. That's it, three generations praying in the same altar. What's happening? Here we grow again. Here we grow again. <laughs>
Oh, that's it. We got families praying with each other. We got multiple generations praying over each other right now. We have spouses praying over each other. That's it. Do it. We're going to grow. We're going to grow. <laughs> We're going to grow. <laughs> Come on, there's an anointing you got to grow into. That's it, Brother Lee. Go ahead. Let out that wail. Let out your voice. We're growing. <laughs> your anointing needs you to grow. Come on. We need you to grow. This church needs you to grow. Oh, that anointing, it's bigger than where you're at. Come on, go ahead. Be stretched. Yes. Oh, go ahead. The Lord's still moving. The Holy Ghost is still moving right now. If you're done praying, direct your prayers towards someone else for a moment. We've got people growing. We've got people growing. Come on, you've been stretching out of your comfort zone. You've been stepping beyond what's the status quo for you. Come on, that's it. You're growing. You're growing. You're becoming. Oh, that's it. Make that commitment as a family right now. That's it, mom and dad. Make a commitment. We're growing together. Tell your spouse that we're growing together in Jesus' name. We're growing in the Holy Ghost. We're growing. We're growing. Our family's going to be anointed. Our family's going to be used by God. <laughs> Our children are going to be better than we were. Our children aren't going to know the chaos that we knew. We're growing now for their anointing. Come on, that's it. They're not going to know the dysfunction I knew. <laughs> oh, yes. Come on, some of you are so anointed even right now. You are praying for people and you're holding back some kind of encouraging word that the Lord has laid on you. Do not feel inferior. You speak that word right now. You speak that word over them. God's given you some positive, powerful word. You speak it. Don't you doubt that. Go ahead. Minister to your brother. Minister to your sister. Come on, Cody and Ashley. There you go. Yeah, stretch us, Lord. Change us, Lord. That's it, young minister. Grow. Stretch. God's trying to push you outside of your comfort zone. Stretch. Give a little more. Do a little more. Well, we've never done that before. I know, but God's trying to get you somewhere. I am here. I am established. Oh, my feet are planted. <laughs> I'm going to grow. 
I'm going to become. I'm going to do everything the Lord wants me to do. Oh, that's it. Before you leave this place, settle some things in the spirit. This is what we're doing. This is where we're going. <laughs> we're growing. Hallelujah. Jesus. I want us to pause for just a moment. I'm not stopping you. I'm not stopping you. I'm just, we're just, we're just putting a pause for just a moment. We're going to pray one more time, but I, I want to reiterate this illustration. I want to reiterate this illustration. I want, Lena, can I, can I take, can I steal the coat from you? Can I steal? I'm not stealing your anointing. I'm just stealing the coat. This, this is what I want to remind you. I want to reiterate this point. I thank God for the response that we have had. But you don't get established overnight. We're, we're, we're talking about being planted. But being planted is going to involve more than one altar call. More than one service. More than one prayer. Now hear me, hear me. There's some of you that have received some strength and reconciliation, some restoration. There's some of you that have taken steps in the right direction. But if you feel frustrated, hear me, I'm talking to everybody. If you feel frustrated because you're not quite where you want to be, being planted doesn't take 24 hours. Being established is, is not an overnight work. But I want to remind you, hell is not afraid of who you are. Hell is not afraid of where you are. Hell is afraid of where you are going. Hell is afraid of who you are becoming. Anybody remember Samuel? Anybody remember his mom? Every year, she brought a new coat. There are some of you that are trying to wear an old prayer life, an old dedication. There's some of you right now, God did some stuff for you a few years ago, and you're still trying to wear that coat. It's 2020. It's time for a new anointing. It's time for fresh commitment. It's not time for you to decide every other day whether you're going to live for God. It's time for you to pick up a code of determination that says this is the year that I come and I stay. This is the year that I pray and I keep praying. This is the year that I give and I keep giving. This is the year that I get submitted and I stay submitted. I'm going to reiterate it again. Anybody remember Herod? He was a king. He heard somebody was being born. And so you know what he did? He decided to go on a murdering rampage and to kill all the babies in the land. This is a big, bad king. He's he got secret service. He's got AK-47s. You think he's really afraid of some little baby waddling into the throne room with a diaper overtaking him? No. But Herod knew then what hell knows now. 
Babies don't stay babies. And when carnal people come into the presence of God, they don't stay carnal. They don't stay immature. If you are going to get into the presence of God, you're going to start stretching. You're going to start growing. I wish somebody would stand to their feet one more time and you would make a declaration to hell. When I leave this house, my roots are going down. I'm going to pray when nobody's watching. I'm going to be faithful when nobody's watching. Hell's not afraid of who I am, but he's afraid of who I'm becoming. He's not afraid of where I am, but he is afraid of where I'm going. Come on, someone make a declaration. When this altar call is over, I'm still going to grow. When Monday comes, I'm still going to grow. Oh, here we grow. Here we grow.